0: Stu Whiffin and I'm Adam Richardson. And
1: not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast,
0: the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to episode number 10 10 Pod Bible Podcast Double Figures. Double Figures. Well, Firstly,
1: thanks ever so much to everybody that's been in touch regarding last week's episode. Uh, if you haven't caught that, go back and you can hear chats with Johnny Vaughan, the birthday girls' house party, and
0: Kate Thornton. Yeah, great episode last week. And we're back with another one. We, d- we just keep delivering. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Who's coming up first today? We have Ian McIntosh, uh, for those not aware. Ian is he's basically the top dog at Muddy Knees Media. He's uh, a podcast heavyweight. He is. He really is. And uh, Muddy Knees Media are responsible for all sorts of great sports podcasts. They also do a load of other podcasts as well. So go and have a look at their website if you want to see what they've been up to. Mm -hmm. Uh, But primarily, he's here to talk about the Totally Football Show. Mm -hmm. Ian has been a guest on that. He's also hosted the Totally Football League Show, but he's taken a bit of a backseat now. But if there's anybody who knows all about the Totally Football Show, it's him. And we had a lovely time talking to him. Let's have a listen.
1: Well, the point of you being here today is to tell us all about your podcast,
2: Fire Away. Excellent. Well, we're the Totally Football Show, um, which is more of a network now. Uh, the Totally Football Show was the first podcast, a kind of you know, mainstream football discussion show with James Richardson, who's an incredible host. And then coming off that, we've got the Totally Football League Show, if you support terrible football teams like me and South End <laughs> United. And that's hosted by Caroline Barker now. Um, we've got Galazzo, the Italian football show with James Richardson. We've got the Scottish show with Andrew Slaven and J.J. Bull. Um, and, yeah, we, we try to just talk about football, enjoy football, and, uh, and and I like to think that that comes across. So we've totally
1: football, being the first, right? Mm. How did that come about?
2: Well, uh, James Richardson had hosted Football Weekly at uh, The Guardian for some time, uh, and he and Ben Green, the producer, decided they wanted a change and to take a bit more creative power and creative control have the opportunity to do things kind of beyond what they were doing. Uh so we all teamed up in the summer of 2017 and it was it was very strange because you know right now we sit here and talk about podcasts and you guys and pod bible and everything's going crazy and big money's coming in but as recently as the summer of 2017 there were still people who were going is this even going to be a thing? You know, they've mm. been talking about this since 2005. It hasn't really kicked off yet. So we weren't sure what it was going to be. And um, we actually had, uh, as I'm sure you'll know, you go to talk to potential advertisers and, um, and they were saying, well, how many listeners are you going to get? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> pull a number out of my bum if you want. And, and that's what I did. I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look to get 20,000 on the first show and then increase Word of mouth, probably a thousand a show, and hope to get to a hundred thousand by the end of the season. And we, I think, we got twenty thousand inside about twenty minutes, a uh, hundred thousand within about an hour, and it just kept going. And wow! We were sitting there going, "Oh, uh, maybe podcasts are a thing."
1: I mean, for for people that aren't really sort of wise to statistics of of listenership and that for for brand new podcasts, that's quite crazy isn't it
2: yeah it's it's ridiculous i think you're now starting to get uh, a few outrider podcasts breaking mm-hmm. a million um an episode but very very few and mostly across the other side of the atlantic sure if you can do six figures that's amazing yeah. and let's be honest for a lot of us if you can do five figures that yeah. that's amazing um so yeah we were we were quite taken aback at that um and it enabled us to do things right from the start that we weren't going to do until the sort of second year, third year. Because uh, the funny thing about this company, we've, we've done very well, but we've come at it from a standing start. We didn't have any massive investment, never had an overdraft, never taken a loan. It was basically built on on my savings. And, and I was a journalist, so we really weren't talking very much. It was enough to fill up the drinks globe.
1: Had you <laughs> uh, had, you had a, sort of a background in, in podcasts at all when you were a uh, journalist?
2: Only in being on them. Um, for sort of four or five years. It was relatively new to me, but it just felt in 2017 that that something was coming around the corner, mm. that you could tell that things were moving on from, you know, four men in a kitchen discuss, insert subject matter here, into mm. into where we are now, which I think is far more audio on demand than, mm. than podcasts, really. I think there's a lot of similarities with where journalism was about 10, 15 years ago. Um, and when blogs became a thing. And of course, initially, blogs were just people writing their diary mm-hmm. out on the internet. And by the end, you had, you know, professional novelists writing blogs for <laughs> newspapers and magazines. And I was like, well, that's, that's not really a blog, is it? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a professional piece of writing. And I think we're there with podcasts now.
1: When, when, when you sat out and, and, and started to, to put the podcast together, the format itself, how, how did that? That's what happened
2: uh, that's been uh kind of in uh evolution since we since we started we were there's obviously a, a natural base for a football discussion panel show and gradually as we as we've moved on and again the standing start was uh i think we we did our first podcast about two and a half weeks after going into business so we, we had to evolve on the move, um, but gradually we started to do things. We brought in new voices and new features. We were able to experiment on other shows um, and try and find something which is, is a little more than, than just chat. Try and find something colourful, something that brings in more voices. Um, so it's, it's very much a, a work in progress. Obviously it helps when you've got a total pro like James Richardson oh, heading it yeah. up. He's, um, he's extraordinary. I've worked with quite a lot of people in various different things and I've never really known anyone quite like him because he, he's never done a bad show. No. He must have done, I don't know what we've done now, 200, 250 shows of one sort or another and he just doesn't have bad days. The same with producer Ben as well. They're, they're, I've been fortunate enough to go into business with, um, with two people who are absolutely unsurpassed in their field. And you've had uh, occasions
0: such as the World Cup as well where you've been doing pods every single day.
2: Yeah, that was good fun. I mean, you, you guys have been to our office in uh, what used to be Jazz FM, our yeah. whole, uh, subterranean jazz basement. And, <laughs> uh, and that, that little room with the big green sofa, we, we were in there every single night over the summer watching the World Cups. So you can imagine how smelly that got. <laughs> <laughs> Beer and crisps and bums and <laughs> <laughs> what a combo! Yeah, don't ever send me back there, please. Amazing.
0: Um, one thing I was wondering, a, a question that we like to ask, but it might be a bit different for you guys, is if you have a say, a brand new listener's listening to this, who's never heard of the Totally Football Show. We would usually ask where would they start? Where's a good place to start? But as it's time-sensitive content, it's probably just the most recent episode, right? Or
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're very much with these shows in. I think should be called chip paper pods you know we we Mm. make them we make them with great love and affection but they're pretty much out of date within uh, a few days yeah so with the totally football show uh, right now we've got two shows every week on Monday and Thursday Um, as we're talking now it's the night after Manchester City beat Leicester with a completely ridiculous Vincent company long shot Um, and we recorded a pod straight after that and it was up at about three in the morning um, so yeah usually if you head there you'll find the most recent thing um, if you're maybe a little bit older as I am you might prefer something like Galazzo which is stories of classic Italian football mm. and then you can just drop in wherever you want there there's one about Italia 90 there's one about AC Milan it's, uh, uh, that's a, a more of a, a sort of gentle labour of love with Italian experts just going completely deep in a way that you could never have done on commercial radio
0: yeah
1: if you had to look back at what you've done so far uh, with, with, with not just the show but but the, the network um, it, itself of, of podcasts, what are you most proud of?
2: I think I, I wake up every day and just check to see if the business is still there. And, and I use that as a starting point because once you cross that, then everything's all right. Um, I'm really happy that, that the, the main show um, did so well, but I'm also really happy that we're still taking risks. Um, we have a team of seven now in our subterranean jazz basement and they're all brilliant they're all great creative people and obviously the company is basically in three parts there's a football network which is amazing and it's getting bigger all the time we do an awful lot of branded content like uh, bradley wiggins podcast for eurosport we're working with e harmony on this greatest loves of all project which is fantastic Um, but what we have always said we will continue to do is try and do just original content, uh, original podcasts. We always want to make sure there's money left over to go, all right, here's a really stupid idea. Let's just go into the studio and see what we can, what we can do. I think we've released about 14 podcasts of one type or another since we started. And I think we've cancelled in development the same number, hmm. which, which could be read to be a bad thing. But I see it as a good thing. I see it as we, we continue to try completely odd stuff um and every now and then we're going to get things that will get all the way through the process and be released
0: yeah it must be quite liberating having your own studio literally in your offices because you're not having to book time and think you know is this a good idea you can just literally go in there and give it a go
2: yeah the the access is great uh having people on staff is is really important as well mm. um because that in the early days, every pilot we tried was you know, predicated on, okay, it's this much for studio time, this much for a producer, this much for talent, and so on and so forth. So the more we can do of that in-house, mm. the, the more the more chances we can take. What's coming next? What's coming next? We have a big expansion on the football front that I'm not allowed to talk about right now. We are working tightly with Spotify. You'll probably be able to hear that right now as you're listening to this podcast and um, we've got a team going over to Portugal for the Nations League and we've got the Women's World Cup. Um, we've got some really, really interesting ideas coming up. Uh, we Probably by the time you listen to this, you'll have heard our ice hockey coverage in Bratislava, hmm. which is not a direction I expected the company to take. <laughs> um, and we're working with this wonderful woman called Stephanie Kupniak, who works for Sky News and she does obituaries. And the thing she loves about it is that she gets to go through someone's life and tell a story, and the thing she hates about it is that she can only tell it for 90 seconds, and then it's gone after about 18 hours as the news cycle turns. But now she's got half an hour and some budget, and she's going off and doing interviews, and uh, thats I'm really excited about that one. Excellent. OK,
1: thank you very much, Ian McIntosh. Okay, right, well, we're going to head over to ACAST now and get a, a newscast from those guys. Okay, welcome back. And coming up next, we've got podcast royalty. We've got Ad Lloyd from GriefCast. If you want to hear Ad talking about the GriefCast, go back to episode four. Um, but today she's here to give us a recommendation. And this one was recorded with Scroobius Pittman and I. We went to the Underbelly Festival on the South Bank in London to catch up with Ad. So um, please enjoy Okay, we are at the underbelly on the South Bank and we are joined, Scroobies, Pip and I, by Carrie Lloyd of the Griefcast.
3: Hello.
4: <laughs> Could you be nice
3: Woo! that be a boat? That's not me. I want you to know that isn't... That's a As,
4: as, if, we, as if we needed proof that we're on the South <laughs> yeah, Bank. Yeah, it's live. Anyone who is sitting there going, no, nah, you ain't on the South <laughs> Bank. I'm in a studio <laughs> somewhere. Stu did turn around and do the little <laughs> thing that people doing films. And he waved. Um,
3: And that started the music up as well. It's exciting. We're having a party now.
1: Carrier, could you recommend us a podcast, please?
3: One I've just started listening to, which cleaned up at the British Podcast Awards was Have You Heard George's Podcast by George the Poet? Have you listened to it yet? I
4: haven't. It won everything, right? It won it, it, it everything. It or was silver I think in it like won four like, different categories? It won
3: five golds, I think. Wow. like it was insane. So it had been recommended to me, and it, similar to what happens to Griefcast, like when I saw it, I was like, oh, am I in the right mood for this? But it is so good. Really? It is so good. It's so well produced as well as the material is brilliant, but just like, it's like a half hour audio poem with music so it's a really good walking along the road one
1: what's the sort of format?
3: so it's just like he'll just start talking about something and before you know it he's sort of like rapping and doing a poem about like racism in london and like Stephen lawrence and then there's a bit of music and then there's like a scene with people playing other people and then he's like back to talking about how like the system doesn't work and but it will go through topics that big but in a really like beautifully melodic way and it is like music so you don't you know it's not like right now we're gonna tackle racism it's like yeah. oh and it, he just does it so lightly and and like what's the word? Just like beautifully, effortlessly, yeah. and there's an, an episode on Grenfell, which is it will stop you in your track. Like I, there's not many podcasts, is there? Like I stopped yeah. walking. I yeah. just stopped wow. and was like, "This is one of the best things I've heard." It
4: feels, it feels like a real illustration of the of the evolution of podcasts yes, yeah. from from when it was here's someone talking to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And now I think Edith Bowman has done this with yeah, soundtrack, yeah. and there's more and more that just subvert what you can or can't do yeah, just, and, and that sounds like a prime it's example. almost
3: like because you could I was thinking about it it's like you couldn't do it on radio because it's almost so intense like you yeah. need that headphone experience it's like a half hour Poem song to you about something he's interested in. Amazing, and the, and the, I'd say the Ben Brick the guy who produces it as well, and it deserves the equal. Well, both of them obviously are amazing, but Ben Brick's done an amazing job because it's just it just effortlessly flows yeah. between. And I, and I've like et the whole thing up. You just I can't recommend it enough. It's so
1: good. Sounds fantastic. How yeah. did you discover that?
3: Um, I will when it got nominated for so many British Podcast Awards, and then I I had that sort of like, oh, who's who's this? Like, yeah. and then every. Everyone kept saying to me, and I thought, "Oh, I'm just." And then, because I was hosting the podcast awards, I thought, "Why well, better? I better listen to some of the people who might be coming up on stage." Yeah. So that's why I made myself listen. Then I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is yeah, it's it's one of the best I've heard in a long time." Yeah. Like,
4: yeah, you must have had this in comedy as well that people at times t- turn their nose up at awards and yeah, all this yeah. kind of thing. But the key to them is exactly that—to expose yes. things that you might not have heard yeah, of on podcasts, yeah. It's one of the reasons. Yeah, yeah, pod Bible, pod Bible yeah. It's such a there's so few ways to learn about new podcasts. Yeah. And I think podcast awards, pod Bible, all sorts of things like that. It's the thing that takes you out of that circuit of Adam Buxton, Richard <laughs> Herring and, and just going round yeah, in circles. Especially on
3: this. as a comedian, yeah. like because so many comedians, and I've heard this complaint before. Comedian
4: podcasts are all yeah, those ones but we, are we're in all in this. Li- yeah.
3: And people will tweet me, be like, they were just on Richard Herring. Why are they doing Griefcast <laughs> and Adam Butters? And you're yeah, like, because yeah. we all know each other and it's like hard to book guests. So, you know, so I, I love... Like the podcast world last year, I, you know even after i was winning i was on my i was <laughs> on my phone downloading it in the ceremony because i was like people were describing it and i was like that sounds amazing i, I did
4: that the first year with cinema yeah, and yeah. Uh, with how to how to be a girl how to build mm. how, how to be a girl isn't it oh, i can't
3: remember i think
4: yeah. but yeah just hearing them just hearing them describe yeah, the girl, oh, wow. yeah.
3: it just sounds What's amazing that? doesn't it so yeah. yeah that i'd really recommend george the poet like it, it won that many for a damn good reason he's amazing
1: fantastic
0: Thank you very much to Cariad. Have you heard George's podcast? Uh, I have. Have you? Yeah. You Everybody's it? heard George's yeah. podcast. Right? Everybody has. It's had amazing reviews. I've listened to, I haven't listened to all of them yet because I've kind of been saving them because they're kind of so precious. The amount of work that goes into them is absolutely amazing. Won loads of awards uh, and uh, and well worth checking out. Also, he recently headlined the London Podcast Festival. Yeah, yeah. That was a huge show. So yeah, he's doing great things, making waves for he's, sure. He's king of the podcast world at the moment, I think. Isn't that you? Well, that's, it, that's, it's definitely not you. <laughs> okay, so uh, should we move on to our next recommendation?
1: Yes, yeah, it gives me a lot of pleasure to um, introduce this next person. Um, it's one of, uh, one of my favourite podcasters and one of my favourite people. This is Rich Wilson uh, from Insane in the Men Brain, and he will be on a future episode talking about that podcast. But in the meantime, Rich will be giving us a wonderful recommendation.
5: Rich Wilson, can you recommend me a podcast, please? Certainly can, Stu Whiffin. They haven't done any more. I don't know if they plan to do any more. They did, I think they did three seasons. They've done a couple of specials, and it's called The Parapod, and it was um, Ian Boldsworth and uh, Barry Dodds, two comedians, and Barry Dodds, I've known, I've known Barry. I think I sort of started comedy with him, so I've been. So I've known him sort of fifteen years. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. One of the most nervous people I've ever met. Like before a gig, he sweats profusely and just panics. He's like, "I can't do this. I can't do this." Every single gig, but he goes on and smashes. He's a very funny man. He's a very. He's got a very innocent soul. He's a beautiful man, but he believes in ghosts. That like really. Like he's got the got the gear. Like he, he's got all this stuff that detects. Like you know, ecto. And uh, whatever it is, energy and all a this.
1: Ghostbusters shit. backpack. Basically,
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So he's got all this gear. And uh and then Ian Boldsworth basically what what happens is is that um so Barry comes in every week and he's got a new ghost story. He's got like, right, this is I've got this story, and then he has to try and prove that it that it's real. Where Ian Boldsworth comes in and goes, This is why this is a load of old bullshit. And it, every week you know ian, this sounds incredible i've not heard of this podcast it's Rich it's called the parapod and it's absolutely brilliant where barry barry has all the facts and figures right in front of him given to him by ian boldsworth and he still won't have it like he's still <laughs> like no, no no i believe it and that 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 innocence to go no i st- i want the world to, to to i want there to be ghosts and i want there like again like Carl conan wouldn't it be a better place I remember when I was a kid, when magic was real, you know, people could make planes disappear and buildings disappear. What a wonderful world that is to have that, to yeah. think that, because I hate the fact now I walk around going, well, of course there's no ghosts. that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, they even say it, I'm sorry to, this I'm giving away a little bit, but Ian one week just said, because you know, they're always, they're always dressed in like the period clothing and like, they're all, oh, I was a woman in a black robe and, and yeah. this and that. And Ian goes, why are they dressed? Ghosts clothes don't die. <laughs> so why would ghosts be dressed? Yeah. <laughs> They'd all be naked. They'd all because <laughs> And it really made me and I'm like, fuck yeah, why are they all like And why are they never like they I remember someone years ago they're into spiritualism and they were going. Oh yeah, your spirit guide. You've got a spirit guide with you. And you go. Oh yeah, Ryan. And they go. Yeah, yeah. It's a, It's this monk. And he said. It's always a monk. And it's always a. It's always a. Always a dwarf. When you, you know, as they used to be called. You know, oh, it's a dwarf. And he's got this thing. And he's. He's got this magical thing. And but it's never. It's never a milkman. No. Nah. It's never like. It's never like John the butcher.
1: Absolutely. It's
5: never that. It's anyone
1: the, turns. Anyone has a story of like, um, people they were in a previous life. They were never a greengrocer, no, mate.
5: Exactly. Royalty, e, no, Elvis, Traffic,
1: Walden, <laughs> Lennon. <laughs>
5: yeah, it was always. Yeah, it was. Always, oh, it was Cleopatra. Were you? <laughs> it's always people go like old people used to go. I should drive for the craze. You go. What did they have a cab firm? Because a million of you. <laughs> I don't know whose joke That is, but that's that's a good joke. I don't know who that is though. Oh, but, but that So the, I would urge everybody to check out the Parapod. As I say, there's only like I think there's only two or three seasons. So there's enough to keep you going. But I guarantee you'll you'll want a bit more. It's it's brilliant. Like they go to the house in Pontefract. It's famous, yeah. and and Ian just it's it's so funny and brilliant. And I urge everyone: the Parapod is up there with one of the best, best the one of the best uh, podcasts ever.
0: Thanks, Rich. You're welcome. Thank you very much to Rich Wilson for that recommendation. He was very passionate about the Parapod. Absolutely, uh, I'm am very tempted to uh, to check that out. I think I'm going to have to. Absolutely.
1: Well, we've come to the end of this episode. Thank you ever so much for listening to Pod Bible Podcast number ten. Yeah, um, we will be back next week. With, will it be number eleven? I think we're planning on doing eleven next week. Yes, yeah. okay. We'll After be back that, next week,
0: not sure, not confirmed yet, but we'll, we'll see.
1: In the meantime, if you wish to find out what we're up to, whether it's live shows or where we're going to be distributing the magazine, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. Just look for at Pod Bible. Where else can people find out about us, Adam?
0: they can go to podbiblemag.com that's our website of course Uh, if you want to read old issues of the magazine you can read them digitally or you can order physical copies to be delivered straight to your door Uh, we also have a blog on there so there's loads of interesting articles about podcasts
1: let us know what you think of the podcast let us know what you think of the magazine let us know how annoying you find my lisp just message (laughs) us (laughs) <laughs> at info at podbiblemag.com. I keep emailing you about your list and you haven't replied to any. I've blocked you, mate. Oh. Okay, big crescendo. It's the finale of the podcast. It's the favourite bit. We know that none of you have, have tuned in today to listen to ad Ian, Rich or anyone. You've just waited for this moment. So, um, la, 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 you ready?
0: La, la, la. Yeah, I'm just getting ready.
1: Okay. <clears throat> the Podbible podcast is, is delighted, delighted to be
0: brought to you, brought to you, by, you by Audible. Audible. Not perfect, but we've got a lot of podcasts ahead. We'll nail it eventually. Thank you very much, Audible. Thank you to everybody for listening, and we will be back next week. See you later.